Hi, I'm Kirk Flagg. Welcome to the PEO InSync podcast. In each episode, we will take you behind the scenes to explore the ever-changing PEO world. We will talk with the industry legends, the people whose hard work and creativity shape the PEO world of today. Also, we'll interview current industry leaders, those who are using their own creativity to grow and expand what it means to be a PEO. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. This is Kirk Flagg with your InSync PEO podcast. Today, I'm bringing you David Carlissimo, president of Dynamic HR in Michigan. He's been president operating his PEO since 2002. I wanted to get David on sooner because one of our mutual friends uh, with AccuSource told me that David's Dynamic HR has the best service in the state of Michigan. David, before we get started, or tell us a little bit about yourself. You've, you've been president of Dynamic HR since 2002. How did you get into this crazy PEO industry? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I've known you for many years. I think it's exciting what you're doing with this because the more that's out there about the PEO industry, the better it is for everyone regardless of where they're at or what size they are. So my background, I have been in the PO business for, wow, it's going back, I would say over 32 years. I started when I was 24. I started as a health agent here in Michigan. One of my first clients was a PO here in Michigan, where I was actually doing the health insurance with them. That's my background. I am a licensed health agent for that. So as I was working with the PEO, I got I was more involved with the PEO. I started working more hands-on with the PEO, started getting involved with their sales uh, people, and ultimately ended up being in charge of the sales for the PEO here in Michigan. In 2002, I made the decision to go out on my own, and that's what I've been doing for the last 20 years. It'll actually be 20 years, June 2nd, that we've had Dynamic HR in business. Congratulations and Thank happy you. anniversary. How did you make that decision? I mean, that's a big, you know, I've looked at, you know, possibly doing that, but quite frankly, it, it's a huge investment in time and money. How did you just, did you just jump in and say, I'm starting a PEO or what did you do at that time? Well, at the point that where I was at in my, my life, I had a decision that I was either going to continue working for someone in the PEO business or I was going to try to on my own because of where my family was at at the point. I had young kids and my wife and I discussed it and we figured I was going to try it. I, was, I had to try it now before the kids got older and got more expensive. How's that for you for an answer for that one? No, so, I, I understand that completely. <laughs> I think when I looked at it, my kids were a little older and, and were in um, you know Catholic schools uh, at the time. And you know how that tuition hits you. Yeah, it's not just tuition. The older they get, the more expensive they get. Yeah, exactly. So tell us about Dynamic, your vision when you started uh, Dynamic, 
uh, HR. What were you going to do differently from what you had learned so far in the industry? So the vision of dynamic HR when we first started is different what the vision is now. When we first started back in 2002, the philosophy in PEOs was bigger was always better in regards to the size of the PEOs. The market was just really starting to grow at that point with ADP Total Source, Jevity, and Spirity, where they were getting bigger on their fronts. We attempted uh, to grow at a pace where we wanted to be one of the largest in in, uh, Michigan. And actually, at one point, we were pretty substantial in Michigan. But then when COVID hit and everyone, all businesses pretty much came to a screeching halt, my partner and I decided that we had to reevaluate where our strong points were in the PEO business. And at that point, we made a decision to kind of concentrate just in Michigan, which we're is where we're located and also kind of customized down to the size of the clients that we were going after for that. So at that point in 2020, we had made a decision that we're going to focus strictly in Michigan with the products that we have with our carriers and also focus on the groups under hundred because we felt those were the, that was the business that really needed the PEO help for that. Agreed. And, and once you know your strength, it's, it's best to play to it. I, I understand you're a Michigan PEO, but, but you're also operating in a number of states. Um, is, is there another area that, that you're big in other than the state of Michigan? Well, Michigan is our primary. We probably have 95% of our clients that are based in Michigan. We have a strong uh, block of business in Arizona from one of our clients here in Michigan that has a pretty main big office in Arizona. And those are, those have been primary, the two areas that we've grown in and focused on. We do have clients that have employees in 46 different states. So we do deal with different licensing and regulation in all different states, depending on what state it is, and also where the what the client is looking for in those states as they expand. Yes, I, I remember when I started in the PEO industry in Michigan, uh, a lot of Michigan companies had um, locations outside the state, and that drew the PEO into the state and, and licensing requirements at that point. Right. Share with the, share with the audience. Uh, I mean, I know that the average client for PEOs, uh, according to Napio, I believe is 17 employees per client. How does that relate to what, what the Dynamic HR has for its client base? So our client base is, it's primarily all under 100 employees, but our average size is about 35 employees per client. Per so you're about employee. double the, the, the average in the industry. That's great. Right. Yeah. So we've been very fortunate in Michigan that, yes, that's the size that we have been averaging. Our client base goes down to two employees up to our largest account is 800 employees. So oh. the average, we only have two clients that are over 100 employees. Okay. The base of our business is all under 100. So what are you guys doing differently from, from your competition there in the state? So one of the biggest strong points with Dynamic HR is we have a master health policy with Priority Health in Michigan, which allows us to combine all our clients under one health plan whether they're two employees or 800 employees, they all have the same health rates. They all have the same 
all the same choices for their health plans and they all have the same process and offerings. For example, we offer through Priority Health 10 plan choices for our clients. They can choose up the four plans and it doesn't matter if it's a five person group or it's a 500 person group, we have composite rates for the entire group, which has been very, very, very effective for us because we've been able to keep healthcare costs down over the last five years to an average of only 2% increase for our clients. That, that's a great, you know, because what rates are going up. I've seen PEO rates out here in California go up on an average of probably anywhere from six to 9% each year. So you're doing a great job there, David. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh, does that, do you do any different benefit underwriting uh, for, for your groups than might be considered the industry average? Is there something special that you're doing? A secret sauce? You don't have to share what the secret sauce is. But I think, you know, I think um, I, my, like I said, my background is benefits, health benefits. The advantage that we've had with Priority Health is when we bring a group on, the entire group does come on to Priority Health. So it's, it's a volume-based process. Like currently, right now, we have 45, almost 4,500 lives insured with Priority Health. And what's nice about Priority Health is not only do the clients have the network here in Michigan through Priority Health, we also have the availability of offering the uh, Cigna network outside the state of Michigan for the PPO, which works hand in hand with Priority, which is a huge advantage for us because primarily in Michigan, there's very selective plans. Normally with healthcare reform, groups under 50 have to be age rated. Some states allow underwriting, whereas Michigan, it's a guaranteed issue. And we have a huge advantage for that because we have just the, what they call the composite rates. And we try to keep things simple for people. We offer 10 different plans. They have HMOs, HSAs, PPOs. We have a value plan for ACA testing and requirements for the clients who qualify for that. So it's worked to our advantage. And we've been with Priority Health six years. We have a pretty tight relationship with them when it comes to claims review or what clients are looking for. We don't have an underwriting process with them because of the guaranteed issue. But we do have a process where we do look at groups. We submit a basic group information to the carrier, and then the carrier ultimately has the final say-so on the groups on their own. But it is a huge advantage for us here in Michigan. That's why with our relationship with Acrisure uh, in Grand Rapids, they do rep our product pretty heavily because it is an ease for clients. Normally, groups under 50 cannot have the flexibility to offer multiple plans, and they have to worry about ages on all their groups and the dependence ages for their pricing. So a group that's 30 people could literally, if they had 20 people on healthcare with dependents, could have 40 different rates for their employees based on how many dependents they have, the spouse's age, the employee's age, and the area that they're located in. With Priority Health, the way we I've structured the plan with Priority Health is we have a set composite rate that's good across the whole state of Michigan. So it's a regardless of what area they're in or what demographic or what industry, we have one set rate, which is very, it really simplifies down the process of using a PEO for that fact. And we do primarily get a pretty good block of our business because of the healthcare and our workers count. It's, it's interesting, David, as I've done these podcasts and I learned where people come from or why they got into the industry. 
a lot of the innovations, and, and I consider this an innovation in, in PEO. This isn't norm across the, the industry. There may be a couple others that do it the way you do, but you come from a healthcare background and you used your knowledge and experience with that to create something new and advantageous for employers in, in the health field. So I commend you for that. That's It's a great, great thing that you've done there for the businesses in Michigan. Well, thank you very much. It, it is, it's been an interesting journey in between the healthcare I mean, our workers' comp, we do have a nationwide worker comp policy. All our carriers and insurances are all fully insured, so we do not self-fund anything on the workers' comp. We self-fund nothing on our medical plans or supplements, anything like that. One of the advantages that we also did take on uh, starting at the end of 2019, we did go to the iSolve platform for our software, which we're, I think, the second or third PO that they signed up for that platform. And one of the big advantages that reason why we went with ISOL is we wanted to get to a one user login in regards to an employee's pre-hiring, to an employee's hiring, employee's enrollment, time and termination or any other HR functions they would need. We felt pretty strong that we needed a one user platform because in the past, some of the other software providers provided the base platform. But if you wanted online enrollments or time and attendance or applicant tracking, you had to buy different modules and kind of force feed them or plug them into your system. And people were still using multiple logins for different functions on there. So the iSolve platform has been a very good platform. And we're, we're real happy we went to that platform because of that. Yeah, I just recently ran into the iSolve people at the PACE conference in San Antonio. And uh, I've been trying to get someone on uh, because I do think they have a little different service than um, Prism HR, uh, a little different approach. They come at the PEO industry from the payroll background, and they're expanding into PEO where Prism HR was basically, I mean, they may have started that way, but they focused on the PEO industry for right. years. What, um, let's talk about challenges to the PEO industry. One of my guests said that they considered benefits to be a huge challenge uh, in, in the coming years. And it sounds like you, you have a solution to that. But what do you see as the top, perhaps three challenges to the PEO industry in the coming years? So, you know, the, the number one challenge is technology. As we get older ourselves and a younger workforce comes into play, the younger workforce is very big on technology and wanting to be able to look on their phone for all their information or, or to do an enrollment. They don't necessarily pick up the phone and will call in for questions. They want it as soon as possible, instant access. And that's been a big challenge that we've seen, not only with our clients, but even with our internal staff here at Dynamic. Our staff is... Probably half our staff is over 40 and the other half is under 30 and the under 30 are very tech savvy on how to use softwares and products online. And that's been a big challenge for our clients for that also, because traditionally a prime example is two years ago on our open enrollments, probably half our clients, we still had to manually make paper packets and go and do enrollments on site and have people fill out 
a 40 or 50 page packet for their information. Whereas now 90% of our clients are all online and it is much more efficient. And if you let the software do its job, it's, it's less errors of people coding in manually information and it all uploads into one system. So it has made us more efficient to where we have gone from maybe having 15 payroll processors because they were on our old system and they can only do one payroll at a time to where we have six processors now and we're still doing mm. the same amount of payroll because they have the platforms of multiple payrolls and processes at the same time. On that, well, That's excellent. I know that the number of uh, payrolls a processor can can produce is a, a key measurement I used when running the Kelly Staff Leasing Division out here in San Diego. What's the next challenge? You have technology down as number one, and I, I think that's one of the top three from, from just about everyone I've talked to. You saw a challenge when you were with COVID and you responded to that by changing your, your direction of your, your sales and your service focus. So I'm going to consider that a challenge that you saw and already dealt with. So you want to go into that a little deeper. What did you see as a challenge that made you change during COVID 2020, I guess it was? So our, our philosophy here is when we have a client come on or our current clients, they're assigned three key people. They have a benefits coordinator, an HR coordinator, and a payroll coordinator on there. We're pretty hands-on with our clients. We give them the option to have instant messaging with us for questions. They can call in, but we've been, we've been very customer relation based in regards to, especially with COVID, you know, last week of February, we were doing 15,000 processing 15,000 checks in February of 2020. A month later, we were doing 1,500 checks, but processing 14,000 unemployment claims for clients. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that gives you, and, and it was pure panic with our clients because nobody knew what was going to happen with that. So then when it claims, I think at that point with all the changes with COVID, the constant daily changes with masks, not masks, work environments, spacing, all of that, I think it really helped us with our clients because it really proved our value to our clients in those times. And I think our clients that we have now really saw what the value was of a PO besides just a cheap payroll or great insurance rates or, or great workers comp. They saw the value of actually using a PO at that point. And I think they've, they've hung on to that because of uncertainty, uncertainty going forward of what the next challenge for them is going to be. So it was real easy for our clients to call us on the phone and people were picking up because we did work through COVID. We were never a shutdown and everybody go home. We had people working in the office. We had people working at home just to get these issues resolved for our clients. And I think 90% of them appreciated it. And then there was always the 10% that just felt like, you know, you're never doing enough for them on there, which is normal in business for that. So that was a big challenge. And I think with all the uncertainty going forward with COVID, not only with COVID, but some of the employment issues, our big thing this year that we saw during open enrollment is we had a lot of employers picking up a lot of costs on the benefits or the, or doing a 401k or raising people's pay because they want to hang on to those people. And that's the biggest challenge right now is people just finding our clients, finding people to work here in Michigan. We saw a lot more of our smaller clients hiring people and the larger oh, okay. ones taking a, 
the larger ones taking a bigger hit with their employees because Michigan, I don't know, Michigan's just a different market. I think because you have so much manufacturing and industrial type work where the smaller companies were busy, 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 and they were literally sharing more with the employees, the money that they were making when they did pick up and keeping their employees on there. We didn't have a lot of turnover with our smaller clients, our bigger clients, our, our two largest accounts did not come out of COVID. They had to literally close up for the sheer fact of the cost of what everything was, where I did see our smaller clients actually benefiting and they're still benefiting now because they, they're still looking for people and they have raised their pay and they have done 401k matches because in the past we never would see a 401k match. I saw them picking up more of the healthcare costs in order to retain the employees on there because healthcare in Michigan is a big primary issue with employees in Michigan. So we've kind of seen it a little differently. Our bigger groups, I think, have slowed down. They're still hiring, but they're not hiring. And I see the turnovers more on the bigger ones than the smaller ones for that. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, and, and I agree with you. Growing up in Michigan, it's a little different environment than many of the other places I've lived. And in, in with so, COVID, and with COVID, a lot of the employers, when they, when they started coming back out of COVID, they literally had to spend a lot more time on the floor with their machines and making parts and working with employees and didn't have the time to worry about the HR end of it or the worker comp end of it or the benefits end of it. It actually, last year was our best year ever for sales for new business because people are outsourcing more because they just don't want to either deal with it or they want someone to be able to tell them what they should and shouldn't be doing. So they're, they're a lot more open-minded on things like that. The last thing I want to talk about, David, is sales. How is the sales? I mean, you were involved in sales before and you probably still are doing some part of sales. How has sales evolved in the PEO industry? I know at one time people didn't even know if a PEO, what a PEO was. How is it in Michigan? Is PEO recognized? And my bigger question is, how has the sale changed over your 20 years in the industry? So 20 years ago in Michigan, nobody knew what a PEO was. Had no idea, thought it was some type of shady business or things like that. Now in Michigan, Michigan is PEO discussions in Michigan has become as informative as healthcare discussions or worker comp discussions here in Michigan, which is a big thing here in Michigan. Michigan is a, a prime example in Michigan. It's all great. People want in Michigan, and I'm sure there's other states like this, but Michigan is, is big on this. They want to do business with people in Michigan. Prime example right. is for us, we did we weren't picking up business in the Grand Rapids area, which is two hours from us. We did do an agreement with Acquisher in that area. Acquisher, we have an office in Grand Rapids. People want to know you're local or you're in that area. So when they have issues, they can contact you. The nice thing about that is, when you pick up business in these areas like a Grand Rapids or a Traverse City, which are Lansing, and you have a local presence, they never leave. So that has really helped. Our relationship with the has helped a lot. They have a 
substantial amount of business, not only in Michigan, but outside the state of Michigan. But our big push with AquaSure is the Michigan business. They have 27 offices here in Michigan. They have 130 agents. So I look at those agents as my agents. We just run through AquaSure for that. And we've had a pretty substantial amount because brokers in the insurance business are now starting to see that it is to their advantage to work with a PO. Whereas in the past, they, they looked at us as the devil. I hate to use that word, but no. we were, yeah, we were the bad guy that taking their business. That's great news. I'm glad to hear that you, you have Grand Rapids, Traverse City, all those places that I love to visit when I was. That's right. David, before we wind up here today, um, is there anything else that you would like to add or any advice that you would give uh, someone starting up a PEO? If- oh, that's a good question. Well, number one, be well-funded because there are a lot of cost requirements. Being a PEO, primary like in Michigan, that you have to have a certain amount of money in your balance sheet. You have to be licensed. You have to be certified by the state of Michigan, audits. That's a big thing. That's very different than in the past where right. you could just start a company and then pick up three or four clients and throw them all together. That's a big thing. Have reputable A-rated carriers and products. That is a huge thing because when uh, a claim comes through or whether it's worker comp or medical or any type of those, you need to have the insurance companies to back you up on those claims because if you don't have a good carrier, and that claim doesn't, it'll, it'll implode or it doesn't go how you, you think it's going to be. The client is going to be very upset about that. That is a big, big thing there. And you got to have a knowledgeable staff. You have to have a staff that knows what a PEO is, how a PEO works, the ins and outs of it. We're very fortunate. We have a staff here with an average, you know, 20 years in the PEO business. So they know the ins and outs. They know how software works. They know how insurance works. They know how the co-employment relationship works on there. So that is very, that is very important. You have to have a staff that cares about what they do and making sure that they understand the client, they're, they're the boss. Period. Right. I think that's part of the service. I think that's the simplest thing that's uh, to teach people uh, in a PEO is what does the client want? You know, don't, you shouldn't really be dictating. I mean, if it's cut and dry, black and white in the legal sense, yes, you have to do this. But, you know, ultimately, what does the client want and how do we get there in a, in a legal manner? Yeah, every so client is different. Every yeah. client is different. So you can't fit them all into one handbook or one health plan or every client is going to have different questions on how they use a PO. One might be just healthcare based. One might be, I had a problem with the lawsuit. You know, they're all different and they all have different hot points that they're are they've either been burned in the past or they've gone, you know, health carrier that gave them great rates and the next year they're at a 30% increase. People just want consistency and they just want to make sure everything is getting taken care of for them. Well, that's great, David. I, I know you're I've been trying to get you on for a few months, so I know you're busy. So I'm, I'm going to wind things up here. I do want to say that uh, I'm not just, I'm actually 
putting my money where my mouth is. And I've referred uh, David, uh, one of my former clients, to Dynamic HR. I, I don't. I know the guy went on vacation for like I think three months. I don't, I think he's still on vacation. He hasn't. Actually, we just re- talked to him yesterday. So okay, okay, good. I'm I'm glad that you have. I sent him a text about a week ago and said. Hey, did you ever get back to those guys? So I'm glad you were able to get a hold of him. He's a great guy. And, you know, hopefully it's a good match for Dynamic HR. Yeah, I think it will be. I think there's a lot we can do for him. Once again, he's in that wheelhouse of a small 25 person group that's starting to hit the levels of certain, you know, employment requirements and just wants to run his business and not worry about those day to day issues. So, yeah. And plus, he's a great guy, David. Get, yep. get, I'm glad you had a chance to chat with him. David Carlissimo of Dynamic HR, congratulations. You're doing it the right way. I really respect you for doing that um, because we know, we all know that there have been other PEOs that are just trying to sell it for the cheapest and not providing service. And that's really not the way the PEO industry was meant. Right, exactly. Well, I appreciate the time. Good luck to you and sure we will talk very shortly. Thank you, David.